Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everyone. It's your iconic bestie, Achieng. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, The Queen's Archives. Each week, we welcome a special guest right here into the Queen's quarters to laugh, shake some ass, drink some Prosecco and get real baby. Today's guest is an icon, a legend, someone who resides in Oprah Winfrey's tax bracket and a guest I've been waiting to have <laughs> on the show for a while. Please welcome to the Queen's Archives, Tanika baby. <laughs> Not Oprah Winfrey's tax bracket. <laughs> Girl, we know where you be. Don't lie to us. We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I am gagging. I'm so happy to be here. This is super exciting. I'm so excited, baby. We've been waiting for this. And, you know, I've done a little sprinkle, sprinkle introduction, but please tell us who you are, what you do. And, baby, just let us know the essence that is Tanika. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. So, I am a fashion, beauty, and travel content creator. Um, 18 months ago, I worked in social justice and I did that work for years. I feel like it was my life's work, but I'd always been interested in fashion and travel and beauty and all the things, but I did that, um, you know, on the side and now I'm really leaning into that in a big way. And I'm just super excited to be here and I'm super excited to be on this kind of second journey of my life. I love it, babe. We've been following you on the gram for a while. You've been eating us up with the outfits and all these things. And this question I've been asking a lot of people, but because you're like really into fashion, I want to ask if you could have one designer be your therapist, who would it be? Mm, a designer to be my therapist? Mm -hmm. Maybe Fee Noel, because she just has it together, you know? I feel like the way she understands the body, the way she puts together these like very elegant feminine resort wear. She just, I just feel like she probably, it, she can listen to all my ideas and make me feel very relaxed. I feel that. Like she be doing things for like grown women, like grown women right. shit that I love, that I love. That's and right. The new Target collaboration, that's where it's at. I love it. I think it's so brilliant. Mm -hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's um, podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit about things that we're too grown to be doing, okay? When mm. it comes to Black women working in social media, when it comes to Black women, womening, Black womening, and just living our lives, like things we're just too grown for. Like, let me let you know something I'm too grown for. I'm too grown to not get paid my worth when it comes to brand deals. Amen. Amen. I second that. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I am too grown to argue with the people in the comment section. No, girl. I am too grown, even though I will do it every now and again. But I am absolutely too grown to be doing it. I feel like those things do two things like work for me, especially when it comes <laughs> to social media. I'm definitely too grown to like be fighting with a brand and telling them this is how much money I deserve as a black woman. I've already put in too That's much right. work. I put my head, shoulders, knees and toes in to my work and then post that after they pay me what I deserve and I posted it, somebody's arguing with me in the comments about something I've posted, about an outfit, about a dress, about how I'm spending my money, about all these things. You, uh-uh. Immediately now. Immediately now. Immediately now. Immediately now. Well, I've blocked. Please, no, period. Blocked on, on all, on everything. No, because how are you dealing with those things? First, when it comes to, to a brand being like, oh, this is all we got. Knowing that we're in a recession, we understand that, but we still the value. Yeah, I think that for a lot of creators, it's really important for us to talk about like pay equity, especially when it comes to women. There's always this pay disparity. And then there's a pay disparity between Black content creators and a lot of other content creators. Mm-hmm. As if Black folks don't have such a large purchasing power in this country and also really around the world. So helping them understand, brands understand, I feel like some of it, I will I will entertain some of it. Helping them understand who we are. But like you said, it's 2023. I literally do not have time to argue with brands about what I'm worth as a Black content creator and what the Black community does as a whole to uplift this economy. So brands need to understand. Yeah. They need to play content creators for the actual content that we create. Period. Like it's not just about our engagement because we don't know what Instagram is doing today, what they'll be doing tomorrow. We don't know what, in, right? Like those algorithms, we don't know. Today we might be having a good day, tomorrow we won't. But at the end of the day, it's about paying content creators for the actual content that they create because that's what we can control on our end. I think especially black women should have the confidence to stand up and be like, yeah, this is what I deserve because there's so many other people out there who are doing that and getting exactly what they want. These so much you can get if you just stand up and ask for it, girl. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, we understand the fear and not asking because a lot of people come from corporate workspaces and like these really formal work environments where you do get reprimanded for speaking up. But I think there was a tide that kind of shifted and we're seeing some of that go back, but there was a tide that shifted. I feel like in 2020, where a lot of brands started opening up and understanding that there was this pay disparity. And so I think there's a window of opportunity that still exists, especially for black content creators to say, no, you need to pay me what I'm worth. Like this is absolutely 100% how much I cost. Period. And if you want to engage with my community, you need to pay me. Period. I need my money and I need it now. 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 Yes. <laughs> Period. And the thing about being too grown to fight in the comments, you know, there's a part of me that I'm like, I be grown, but I don't be grown, Tanika. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too. I will do a video response like, what is going on? I will absolutely do it. <laughs> no, because I just have time. Like, sometimes... <sighs> <laughs> I just have time. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm like, I'm too grown for this. I'm not going to fight. As a grown woman, I'm not going to fight in the comments with somebody who is is just here to tear down my 
my confidence or tear down my brand or my business. You know, you're not adding to anything in my life. You're not paying my bills. But sometimes I do want to be telling you, you're crazy, you're mad. I want to tell you, take this crusty, dusty, dry ass, coochie energy off my page. Absolutely. 100%. And so for, for that it's one, it's the men for me. It's, it's the, the men. Because no, as a man, why are you in women's business? Why are you in women's business? You should be out there making money, building a house and taking building care a of house. taking <laughs> protecting the world. Why are you in my That's comment right. section? Oh, uh. <laughs> Can I ask you, babe? Because listen, are you too grown to be wearing the same outfit again? No, I am not. I will 100% wear the same outfit over and over again, especially if it makes me feel good, Mm -hmm. especially because it's all about styling it. Mm -hmm. You can have a favorite piece and you can restyle it. Like I pay too much money for my stuff. I do not have time to like throw away a piece or not be seen in a piece because somebody saw me. No, no. No, it's mine. I pay for it. I'm wearing it. I feel it. It took me a while to get out of that because when I was growing up, my parents, every occasion, were getting new clothes. So I feel like I just grew up being like, every time I'm going out to something special or just going out in general, I need something new. And it had to, because I, I was spending so much money just trying to get a new look every time I'm going outside. What was that doing for me and my grown ass? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, I don't mind it. I don't mind getting new pieces for new things. New countries need to see new things. Period. I may not wear, you know, the same dress I wore to a wedding in May to a dress, uh, the same dress, you know, I wear to a wedding in in June. Mm -hmm. But I will definitely restyle pieces for different occasions. 100%. Especially in this economy, please. And no, in this economy, girl, listen, I can't be doing that. And that's why in this economy, I'm too grown to not be saving money. <laughs> I'm too damn grown to not be saving money because that bag is cute, but do you need it? Okay? This pair of shoes are cute, but do you need it? And I think, especially for me, I've come into my success so quickly that I have not had enough time to like really process, especially when it comes into the financial end, that yo, you have, you know, an, a substantial amount of money coming into your life. What do you do with it? Because I came from a place of lacking, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, two years ago, I was a grad student being supported by my parents, you know, living kind of paycheck to paycheck, you know, I wasn't really making any kind of money. So all of a sudden I have this influx of money and I'm like, oh my God, all these things I wanted to do, let me just do it now. And I wasn't thinking about the future and like what I want to do. I want to buy property. I want to be in a place in my life where I can invest in things. I want to take care of my Mm -hmm. family, all these things. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking in the now because that's how I had been thinking when I was lacking. And so I'm too damn grown to not be saving money and this goes into you know you wanting to you know build yourself and your career and if you want to have a family where you know you start building that generational wealth from yourself and so absolutely girl that's where i'm at on that how you feel about no you should be I, i feel like there needs to be content creator like intros and courses because you are getting sometimes, you know, four, five, six figure checks at a time mm-hmm. from meaningful work and work that is really important. But if you don't invest it and you don't put some aside, 
for yourself and your savings, but also for Uncle, you know, Uncle Sam. Um, yes. You need to make sure that you, you know, like there needs to be a conversation around making sure that there's retirement plan and all these things. I always say, you know, when it comes to especially luxury items and bags and shoes, 100% not, do not take that stuff out of your savings account. Mm-mm. 100% like do not take money from yourself to stunt. Period. You know, like if you don't have it, if you if you don't necessarily have it, then you have to wait on it. And that's OK. But we have to make sure that we are putting money aside for our future because we don't know how long the game lasts for us. Right. And it's all about longevity. And that's what I love about now is that we get to build a meaningful career out of this. Mm-hmm. But we want to make sure that we're putting money aside so that we can count on that when we get older 100 percent. you also said like before this you were working in in policy work or what were you working in yeah i was working in policy um i worked on liberties um for um the aclu american civil liberties um union which is one of the largest nonprofits in the country um and i worked on the leadership team And we worked on criminal justice reform. We worked on abortion access and abortion rights. But the organization was most notably known for trying um, Supreme Court cases. And prior to that, I worked in racial justice for an organization called Color of Change. And, you know, I I just have a career doing this work. Mm -hmm. Um, And I loved it. You know, I always loved it. And it was so meaningful. But, man, I'm telling you, when the pandemic hit, I was like... um, Let's see what fashion's talking about. Let's see what let's see what fashion's talking about. Yes. And so did you feel like you grew out of that? Like you just needed something new in your life to happen? Or like what was that change? You know, it's just taxing work. I mean, to think about like policies and politicians and Supreme Court cases and structural changes that are going to give access to women, right? And like, these are things that we always thought that we would always have or making sure that black people don't knock on doors mistakenly and get Mm -hmm. shot, Mm -hmm. right? Like these are things that we, you know, at a certain point, it gets really, really, really taxing. And so I'm proud of the work that I did. I think it's super important, Um, but I'm just in a new phase in my life. I will always care about those issues. Those issues will always be important to me. I will always talk about them. I will just be on this side as a donor. Mm-hmm. She's going to be a donor. Period. And she's going to be an advocate. That's okay. right. She's going to be a donor and an advocate. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And something that that just brought up to me is that, especially in these spaces, I think Black women are like so conditioned to be like strong. Like you were in that space being conditioned to be strong. Like this is where you need to be talking about policy and all those things. And... Like for me, I'm too grown to be struggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm too grown to be struggling. We are so conditioned to be the strong caregivers, the people who are speaking up, the people who are doing and putting in the ha- the hard work. But when it comes to me, I'm going to ask for help. 100%. I'm going to ask for help and I'll get it. Because like, for example, like that move that you made from like, whoa, this work is important work but so tasking, I'm going to make that switch for me because that, that, that was hard. That was a struggle. I loved it, but I'm going to stand here as a donor and an advocate. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I see, just like you said, I see black women 
in every genre, every field, in corporate, in nonprofit, actresses, singers. We have to spend so much time advocating for ourselves, for our people, whomever our people are, whether that's the queer community, whether that's the black community, people who are at the intersection of multiple identities, trans identities, et cetera. And we are constantly putting so much time and energy, mental, emotional capacity, just to exist and to advocate for ourselves. And I think that work is important, Mm -hmm. but we need to literally relax um, and leisure and, um, you know, live just as much as we advocate. And I think that was the story that was missing in my life as I was spending 90% of my time in this really strenuous taxing work that I was like, you know what? I have, I, I am young. I have a full life. I really need to lean into other aspects of my life mm-hmm. that bring me joy so that I'm not going down this rabbit hole of, you know, depression and all these isms that really ravish black women's lives. And so it's not just about turning, I'm not turning my back on my community or saying that I'm not an advocate. It's just about saying, I need balance in my life. I mm-hmm. need peace in my life. I need softness in my life. I need leisure in my life. I need to vacation. I need to feel nice sheets. I need to go to bed. I need to actually sleep. (laughs) I don't need to work 90 hours a week. Like Mm -hmm. the world will not end if Tanika is not throwing herself into her work all the time. And that's really what it was all about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I feel that, boo. And like you, you brought up something about just taking care of yourself. And like that for me connects to mental health and self-care. And definitely for me, I definitely feel like I'm too grown to not go to therapy. Too grown to not go to therapy. Too grown. And, and, and not just us, right? Like I see the rise, especially in women um, across the racial spectrum going to therapy. It's like when I go to brunch, we talk about therapy. Girl, my therapist said, my therapist said, you know, da, da, da. it's really also these men folk, especially <laughs> the men folk who are interested in women folk, mm-hmm. they need to also go to therapy. <laughs> that's what, that's really what also needs to be happening. Not just us. Cause we're taking care of ourselves. I think that's where it needs to start. And <laughs> no, I think for me, a man who goes to therapy is so sexy. So sexy. It's oh, so, sexy. so sexy. It's so appealing. It's so, mm. It's so it's delicious. It's delicious. Mm. It does something to me that men need to listen to. So the men folk who are listening to this podcast today, go to therapy and you'll find yourself a boo. 100%. A boo. Yes. A booyana. You will. But honey, what is something else you're too grown for? Um, I know we talked about savings, but I am, I am too grown to not have like a 401k, like retirement strategy. Honey, like, gotta, I need to make sure I got a retirement strategy. We got to think about the future. Please. Yeah. Now, talk, talk to the girls. Talk to the girls. Because the girls, girls, you need to know about the 401k. Because we're living lavishly post-retirement. Let them know, baby. No, literally. Like, I think when we're in our prime and we're making a lot of money, we think that if we just have money for in our savings account for a rainy day, but when you're entrepreneurs, when you're content creators, when you are really trying to build a business for yourself, it's really important that you're also taking advantage and leveraging some of these high yielding accounts so that when it is time for you to lay your burdens down, you know, you're not like many generations before us who, you know, they can't retire until they're in their 70s and in their 80s. 
because they have to maintain their lifestyle because, you know, unfortunately they probably didn't have the infrastructure for a lot of um, like retirement accounts, but you know, we have the opportunity to do that. So I want to make sure we do that. And speaking of them, another thing that I am way too grown for is not taking vacations. I am. I'm too grown. Listen, Tanika, you are the mm-hmm. vacation queen. 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 <laughs> Listen, too grown to not take vacations because I don't know. Like, tell me more about that because I have a lot to say about that, baby. Let me tell you something. When I was working like in the formal work environment, I would tiptoe around putting in my PTO. Put that PTO you know, they're rejecting, in. Girl, yes. They were rejecting it and telling me no. I would even, and this is horrible, I would even go on vacation and still take calls and take meetings and be on the beach taking calls and doing this. <laughs> there was something about the pandemic that I think just shook people into realizing that life is short. Literally, it's like, come close, my love. Come close. <laughs> life is short. Take the damn leave. Take the leave. Take it. Put your PTO in leave. and take the trip. Because something that my, my father always says to me is that you die once, but you live every day. So in Ooh. that living, baby, if it means you got to take that time off and take care of yourself, do that. You are 100%. too grown to not be taking that vacation, honey. So pack your bags and go. And it's not the one that, your you're, that you're waiting for the friends from the friend group. You're waiting for your friends from the group chat. Pack it and go by yourself. It's fine, honey. Get your boot thing. Get that one girlfriend. Get that one, you know, close friend. And just go. You will not regret And just go. Literally. Literally. And boo, but you, you've been traveling. We see you. We love it. And you've been, recently, I feel like you've been traveling more with your man and your baby, Kennedy, who we love with our entire hearts. And can you tell us just like a little bit more about like your, like, relationship especially with your man because we don't be seeing him but we be seeing him like what what what's that looking like especially just <laughs> as a grown woman who's out here doing her damn thing traveling living working what is that experience like you know I always tell people that I got super lucky that I met a guy in college who was generous with his time his emotions and his money Period. I got a period. Period. You know, I think my perception of men walking into college was like, you know, entertain, entertain, Mm -hmm. but don't really fall. Entertain and don't fall. And I fell right in. Um, And it was just such a miraculous (laughs) fall, though. You know, it was such a miraculous fall. I'm so grateful. You know, but he's a quiet guy. He's a quiet guy. He works in tech. You know, he does his own thing. He's not really much for, you know, social media. Um, he's just a real guy, real guy doing real things. But we love to travel. You know, we have our daughter. And we're just grateful that we got to build a really incredible life together mm-hmm. um, and have sustained a life of just like, no wahala, you know? It's no wahala. Like none, none. None. No stress, no drama, no struggle. It. No I struggle. My God. 
And like, you know, for the girlies who are out here also looking for their Noah Hala friend relationships, like for me, I definitely feel like I'm at a place in my life where I'm too grown to be doing wifey shit on a girlfriend's salary. You know what I mean? And so, and so for the girlies who are looking to do that, but also right now you are in a successful, beautiful relationship with this beautiful man, like what advice would you give to the girls? Because we are not doing wifey shit. As a girlfriend, has this man proposed you know, to you? Has he, oh vi- you know, goodness. like, what is this? What you is in the, this? You in the kitchen cooking meals. Meals. On the second day. Babe. Oh, my God. No, heaven. sorry. Oh. Folding laundry. Making the bed. Oh, my God. Mercy, 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 mercy. My gosh. I would, Here's the thing. I always say the vibe should be generous. That is the most important thing. Like, forthcoming. From both ends? Well, no, no, no. From listen, we live in a misogynistic world. The burden of proof is on the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the burden of proof is on him. Mm-hmm. Um, the expectation that we have done the work, I believe, is already there. And so, while I try not to give too much relationship advice because my relationship is the same age as Facebook, um, you know, I feel like eh, it was a different time. Um, I do always say, just like making sure that a man is like generous and also on his journey, right? Like can undo whatever society tells him, you know, especially if they're over six feet with a beard and a bachelor's degree. Um, that is kind of the trifecta of problems and also the beauty. <laughs> but like they need to be on the journey of undoing. It's oh, like Lord. you need to undo, you know, and the taller, the worse. Literally, right. the taller, the worse, the fuller, the beard, the worse, the worse, the clearer. Let me tell the you, once skin. they start getting six, three, six, four, six, oh, baby, Stop. you got it's some undoing. <laughs> they have some undoing to do, and they need to they need to show that they're on their journey. But one another thing I will say, and maybe I'm old school. This might be old school. I don't know if this is controversial. Tell us. Speak, my love. But you know, you are the queen. So I want to I wanna put this idea in front of you. I feel like I am too old for um, paying or going Dutch 50-50 Wake it on up. a date with a man. Wake I, I just, it up. Wake it up, Listen, queen. I am down for women 150% proposing to a man. Oh, and going 50-50 or paying for the full meal, especially first, second, third date. First of all, the proposing to a man, I would rather rather like drag my bare left coochie lip on the termac in the hottest state <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> then, oh, I might be there with you. <laughs> then ever do that. Mm. No, no. Never that. Going Dutch, never. Like, at least on the f- the first few dates, this man is wooing you. I don't care if I have $10 million in my bank account today. I am not going to l- pay for this date. Until the wage gap between men and women is closed, you're not going to find 100%. me going Dutch with nobody. No. Okay? And if somebody... And if you're doing that right now in your relationship... Or, or like when you're signed to date this person, as in, babe, let's wake up. Come find me. I'll talk to you. I'll let you know what's up. But those things just don't like match for me. And I'm all mm-hmm. about supporting women. 
rights and women's wrongs, but this one, no. It's a no for me. Not this wrong. Not no, this, no, no, not this we can't wrong. have this. This is a huge wrong. No, because the word <laughs> gets out there. See, mm-hmm. and, then, and then the men and their podcast, and then they want to get on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And see, and then they want to talk about how this woman is doing that. Not in the age of colorism. No. Not in the age of misogyny and sexism right. and classism. Like, Fair no. Enough. Immediately, Fair no. Immediately. No, you will pay. You will pay. You will pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something mm-hmm. I'm definitely too grown for is wearing uncomfortable clothes in the sake of trends and sexiness. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Cause you know what? I was um I, I I'm not gonna lie. I was I was um I definitely engaged in a few of those, especially on the foot. <laughs> um I was definitely wobbling around a few streets back in my day. Mm-hmm. I definitely was. I'm not gonna lie. But I, I'm with you. I am too grown for that now. Yes, I am. Absolutely. It's no sh- like footwear, the high heels, just so you can look a little extra sexy. Honey, when your feet are shaking, when your legs don't work like they used to be, <laughs> you just need to be serious about that. Or wearing the body dress and you can't breathe. I'm tired. Oh my god! I'm tired. Not body con at brunch. At brunch, you knew we were gonna eat. <laughs> you knew we we're gonna eat and drink all these mimosas, honey. Let's be serious. Let's be focused. Not you with you know. I love a good Steve Madden heel, but Steve Madden has the girls in a chokehold, but so uncomfortable, so mm. uncomfortable. So not outside with the body con dress and the Steve Madden heel combo. <laughs> going walking on the cobble streets of soho to come meet me for brunch and baby you know we want to be comfortable so i'm true now this sounds like a true story this sounds like a true story you sound like you experienced it it was me (laughs) (laughs) it it was me in the dress but i learned and i'm too grown for that I've, i've moved past that what about you baby like i okay one thing when it comes to like uh industry I'm too grown to overbooking myself. I felt like I always had to say yes to everything. Everything. Mm. Especially like in this industry, you feel like you need to prove yourself. You need to be seen everywhere. You need to really show people I can work. I can do this. So I'm too grown to be a yes woman. Well, you know what? You need to help me. Um, Because I get in and out of that. You know, uh, like some some seasons, I'm re- like really diligent about saying no and making sure it's worth my time and energy and like, you know, because people think it's just like an invite to an event. No, you have to get your look together. You have to get, mm-hmm. you know, photographers. It's like it is it is work. It is not just I go to this event. I have fun. There's freebies. Um, but then there are moments where I am, I'm just, I just get overscheduled. So, um, I need to be too grown to, to, to not know how to say no. I really do. Do you have FOMO? I don't. Um, I mean, I, I am having a little FOMO on some of the, um, like luxury brand trips. Um, Mm. not, not the, not, not what they have to produce. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to actually produce the content for uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. But you know, but I, I would be lying if I didn't say I was looking in the background at the hotel. Like, ooh, okay, <laughs> that's a cute picture. That's I cute. Take a picture. <laughs> Come on now, that's cute. That's Theory. cute. Theory. But generally, I feel like because I've, I've 
you know, I've done a lot and, um, you know, I can fly myself to a lot of these places. Mm-hmm. I, I generally don't have um, FOMO, no, usually not. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think it's just a thing of being like prioritizing and being like, this is where I want to be. This is where I I, I want to be putting my energy. And sometimes it's all over the place. And sometimes also just for the sake of your mental health and your bad bitch energy, it is three things today and one thing tomorrow. Okay. I, I like that. Oh, so you teaching me something new today. I like that. <laughs> I got you, boo. I got you, boo. I want to take you over to the Queen's Quarters, which I love being at. This is where the audience asks us a few questions and um, hopefully you can give us some delicious advice. Okay. Okay. So this follower asks, I am tired of constantly showing up for my friends and family who don't show up for me. Am I too grown to cut someone off? Um, I have, I have three ways to approach that. I think one Sometimes we have to acknowledge that we're the person with the resources and ability to show up for people and they actually may not have it. And so it may just be a matter of figuring out what showing up looks like to them and then just creating that, like that, that balance and talking through it. I think the second thing is, um, you know, the answer might be yes. The answer might be yes. I don't like the idea of cutoff culture. I hate the idea of it, right? This idea that everyone is, can be, you know, disregarded and we don't necessarily need them. But we all know that there are people at times who can be really, really toxic in our lives. And I think we can make space for the opportunity for them to rejoin us at a different time and then not be drama and then not be like, you know, online tweets and texts and all. You know, we can make space for that, but it may be that we need to let those people go. And then the last thing, um, I think that we just need to be honest with ourselves. Um, because one of the things that I'm in the past 10 years, I've learned that I'm, you know, I'm too grown for is to not know when to say I'm sorry. And it's actually been really therapeutic for me to like acknowledge some that I've like harmed someone, even especially when I know that I feel like I did not, um, not, not apologizing for being who you are and how that necessarily makes them feel or like all of those things. But like when somebody comes to you and says that you harmed them, just being like, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm actually genuinely sorry because you're a friend of mine. You're, you're my sister, you're my brother, you're my mother. And, and like, what does it mean to move forward? And maybe it's not, you know, it's not necessarily what you had in the past, but it opens the opportunity for something really big and beautiful. Um, And also it's a growing pattern, you know? So I I, I think that it it just depends on the situation. It really depends. It really does. I think maybe I'm to cutthroat. I'm not above cutting someone off. (laughs) I will cut you off and move on with my life. Um, I think it depends from time to time. Exactly. It, it depends. depends from time to time. But also I feel like I was a people pleaser for such a long time in my life mm. and always was just living for people 
whether that's my friends, whether that's my family, whether that's my boss, I was doing it for you and not for me. So if the energy is not reciprocated, one, if you don't have my best interest in mind the way I do for you, two, and three, if baby, you just don't love me no more, Cut it, get out, leave. Right yeah, now. people grow apart. People grow apart, yeah. and that's fine. But I think it it's definitely <clears throat> depends on situation and and how where you are at in your life, in your healing journey, in your growth journey. So maybe mm-hmm. I hope that helped you. Okay. Our other bestie asked, um, I'm 42 right now and feel like I just don't know my style. Am I too grown mm. to change up my looks? No, girl, immediately no. Period. Immediately no. Um, my sister, my um older sister, she just turned 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and she won't mind me saying it because she had a big old 40th birthday party with four all on it. So Period. Um <laughs> and you know, she has just she's recently gone through just like a style renovation, is what I'll call it. And it's I mean, you're you're never too old. I imagine that Satanika in her thirties will be a Tanika, different Tanika in her 40s, will be a different Tanika in her 50s, 60s. I might, I might be a different Tanika tomorrow. And so we, you should never cut off or have an age limit on what makes you happy, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to expressing yourself in fashion and beauty and all things. Not, girl, no, do you at any age, please. Absolutely. I love that. I feel like... Um, especially when it comes to women, when you get to a specific age, they're like, oh... Girl, you you washed up. Just go over there. You know the clothing starts getting looking like starts looking more like like I don't know what word to use. But drab. Because, it drab. Drab. Yeah, it's yeah. so drab, and like <clears throat> they just make it feel like oh, just go to the pasture, baby, and rot over there after you get a specific age. But the sexiness is eternal. The beauty, the power, the essence is eternal. So don't feel like, oh, now when you get to like 40 or 30 or, or, or 60, whatever, you need to start dressing a specific way. Dress the way you want. Yeah. What not makes Beyonce's you... age. Not Beyonce. You, at, at Beyonce's age, you are saying you are, you are, are you too old? No, 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 no. You're not, not too at Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Nicki, no. please. And you know they're dressing. What? Dress the way you want. Feel good. Feel happy. Feel beautiful. Comfortable. Sexy. You just do you, honey. The world will act accordingly. Okay? 100%. Okay. Our last girl is, I recently had a baby and I'm mm-hmm. feeling like my body is not the way I it used to be or the way I want it to be. Am I too grown to get plastic surgery? Oh, you know, I am pro whatever makes you happy. I am pro whatever makes you happy. I do definitely think I'm not one of those people that are going to say, like, you can love yourself out of depression or, Mm. you know, not wanting, you know, when people say they want a man and people like just love yourself. Uh -uh. You can love yourself and want a boo. And want a man. Can we talk about that? (laughs) Like, oh, my God. Like, gosh. You know, but I do believe, and I want to hear what you have to say about this. Mm-hmm. I do believe that we do, we need to continue to reinforce this just like unapologetic, bold, boss ass, like unconditional, deep, deep love for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like in spite of all these messages that we are getting from society and get the plastic surgery, girl. Like Maybe. do all of that. 
no no i 100 percent feel that and like for me i preach loving yourself in whatever capacity so it doesn't just mean loving yourself when you're you're like natural and all these things you could love yourself when you got a boob job when you got a nose job when you have a tummy tuck it's all those things it is self-acceptance in the way you want it to be and so you if if it feels good for you to have the baby and have the kids and get that plastic surgery. It's all about you because you're living your life for you. So yes, love yourself unapologetically and vibrantly and viciously and still get that BBL or still get all Period. these things because your body is your body. You have all That's agency fine. over that and nobody has anything to say about that. Don't pay attention to anyone's um, like uh, opinions of like, oh, no, 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 don't do that. Babe, if it feels good to you do that because at the end of the day it is you it is your body it's your life somebody else will say da -da 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 about it but it is still about you so period you are grown enough to make your own decisions 100 percent, 100 percent. pearl okay honey if another baby passes through this body um i might go to the table myself so period. i'm saying that as somebody who <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sister, I might see, I might beat you there. Yeah, absolutely. Send us the needles to the doctor. We will be there, honey, okay? Absolutely. Okay, honey, this is my favorite part of the show. It is called Rapid Fire. I'm giving you different scenarios, and you tell me if it's in or if it's out. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, prenups. In. Per. Okay, Zara. In ish, forty hour work weeks out. Being a housewife. In ish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheating. Okay, okay. Period. Period. Uh, mixing business with pleasure. Mm, in ish. Splitting bills with your man. Ah. <laughs> out. Um. Out. Okay. Uh, Balenciaga. Out. Capitalism. Out. You. Period. Oh my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> Always in, baby. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Tanika B. Baby, what does the B stand for? Tanika B. Boyd. Thing. Boyd? Okay, Boyd. Boyd. Okay. It's my It's my legal last name, but you know, she's also bold. You know, she's a bold girl. She's a beautiful girl. She's a black girl. Period. You know, it's really giving many Bs. Many it Bs. It's giving many <laughs> Bs. It's giving Tanika B. Did the thing. Did you see that? When Angela hey. Bassett did the thing, but you did the thing. Per. Okay. Hey, <laughs> but sweetie, thank you so much for joining us so much. Where can all the people, all the girlies, all the besties, all the queenies find you? Okay, plug us in. I am Tanika B, T E N I C K A B, on Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube, all uh -huh. the places doing all the things. Mm -hmm. Poor, poor. Well, y'all, thank you all so much for listening. I'm a Chingagutu, and you can find me at No Ordinary Noir on Instagram and TikTok. And shout out to the queen, Tanika Boyd, Tanika Black Woman, Tanika Black Excellence, Tanika Bad Bitch, <laughs> for joining us today on the Queen's Archives. Thank you so much, my love. We appreciate you. Thank you, boo. Bye. Thank you. Bye.